Come on, Adam. Let's get it going. Let's go here, buddy. <laughs> You're running behind. We're running behind. You're always we pushing me. We got to get out of here. <laughs> Let's hurry, Jack. Come on. Slow down a bit. Hurry, slow down. Holy shit. We're so, we're so slowed down now. It, uh, we might as well get out of the business. Let's go. We got to get this stuff going. I didn't sleep at all last night. It's a song like that. That's very true. No, I didn't sleep at all last night. Do, 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 do. Tossing <laughs> and turning. Yeah, you know, I was actually watching Stand By Me this weekend, and, and that song, it's one of the songs that the kids sing. So it's, it's that's, really that's, funny. Right. that's right. That's a good movie. I like that movie. Oh, I love that movie, right? Yeah. <laughs> Sun is shining today. Just uh, excellent. Excellent day. We can get those parts out. We got to get those parts out. Mm hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see if our audience can guess. say welcome to, a, to another edition of dirty secrets of small business let's see if you can guess what our topic is today right is it is it hurry up hurry up or is it maybe something else is it is it slow down or something in between right <laughs> one of those one of those uh one of those extremes you go to that's right so we got we got yeah. jack blown blown in here in d mode ready to go right and uh ready to push hard let's make things happen right if it's not working keep going Keep you know, don't go to sleep. Just keep on. Let's keep on grinding away, right? Keep that's pushing. The that's the old way. Those ways don't seem to be carrying too much uh, support these days. <laughs> Work-life balance is starting to take its. Uh, what what do we want to say? Culturally uh, expandable, redefining. Redefining. I'm trying to think of the right word. Uh, what is the right word, Adam? Redefining what's acceptable or what's appropriate, maybe something along those lines. <clears throat> to, at the point you're trying to make, or is there another word you're looking for? No, that's not quite the word. All right. Well, maybe it'll come to you as we're as we're talking here, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, so our so our topic today are, is is how do I become more patient? Yeah. Not not, okay. not a patient in the hospital, Jack. But how do I, how do I become more patient? And again, this is geared towards, and it's you know, obviously it's geared towards everybody, but especially geared towards, as I mentioned here in the outset, our our lovely D's, our lovely D's, Jack. So, refresh our audience what a D is in terms of D is very lovely. It is. It's, uh, should <laughs> be more of, of them. That's for sure. Of, right. So, in terms of disc and behavior assessment, what's a D? What's what's a D stand for? Dominant. Right. Demanding. Dominant thriving right yeah <laughs> let's push mm -hmm. so if you're one of those and if you know you're in the minority if, if you're one of those especially come back to your point jack in terms of how the cultures kind of happen um the last numbers we saw it's about 14 percent of the u.s population has d as their primary style and it seems to be going going down to your point jack so um you're in the minority and so what do you do what do you do if you're if you're a d and and again to your point jack if, if we're talking 30 40 years ago you just keep pushing right Push and keep pushing yep. and pushing. If people don't work, they'll break. Get them out of the way. Just you know, you keep on going, and people will, will, will kind of get those. You. That's right. Get those who will last and can last. And it's still that's still the, the to the degree today. You know, although it's changing, people are in the, in the uh, employee class. They're basically uh, demanding more more time, more money, less hours, and that's that's okay if done. Well, you know, I, I don't, I'm not a big fan of unions, 
the need to mobilize our troops and get more for them is okay as long as it's done productively. And it isn't. That's why I don't care for unions too much. They don't focus on getting the the uh, the systems better, the the employees better. Just get them more money and benefits. That's the way it seems, of course. But it doesn't have to be that way. You know, more money and benefits is great, but it should be done in balance. And it doesn't seem like it is. But Get back How to the patients. We... Yeah, let's get back to the, let's, let's talk to the owners here because the owners, and this is especially <clears throat> true for, I think, a small business, Jack. I think, yeah, we have certain parts of our culture where we are being that driving, demanding type works, you know, and, and you know, certainly here in the U.S., we see it a lot with sports. You know, some of the best athletes or, or teams or, or whatever you want people, hey, they, they want to push and push, you know, let's kind of go. <laughs> uh, it's, it's also still very prevalent in big corporate America, Jack. You know, the folks yeah. that tend to rise up in the corporate America are those D's, you know, or they're folks that are pretending to be D's, right? Where they kind of drive and go and have those sharp elbows. But what you're talking about is more in the small business world, which is what we're talking to here. That's that's what the show is all about, is small business. And if you come in like that, that bull in the China shop, you better watch out because uh, people are going to be, you know, locking arm in arm to push back against you, or they're just going to hit the simple eject button. Jack's like, I don't need this crap. You know, see ya. You know, this is, yeah, this is not for me. That's more the case today, too, I would venture to say. And one of the things we often talk to our D's about, these, these dominant driving demanding types, right? They're very misunderstood in today's PC culture because they just say what they think, right? And, and people get upset about that. And, you know, again, as I mentioned numerous times in the show, I find that very refreshing uh, because, again, it's so hard today to even know where people stand on stuff. At least with the D's, you know where they stand because they don't, they, don't, they don't miss words. They don't hide their opinion. That's, so I think that's a good thing, right, in terms of how it's kind of done. But in terms of just like their, their sheer presence and how they do stuff and being that driven, demanding, you know, dominating, you know, type, it can really wear people out, you know, and, and, and we've seen that a lot with, you know, we've got some client examples of that where we've had to talk to them about kind of putting the reins on and say, time out, slow down, right? Stop, don't do anything, right? And, and for somebody who's very driven, the idea of like, what do you mean don't do, do anything? Like I have to I sit here and also you start to kind of bounce around, yeah, engine's kind of revving because you're, you know, I can't sit still. And it started to bring to mind for me one of my, you know, we mentioned a, a good movie earlier, Stand By Me, another one of my favorite movies from the 90s. Um, actually, Stand By Me, I think it's from the 80s, but from the 90s, I believe Days of Thunder was the 90s. Maybe it was late 80s, but it's early 90s. But uh, it's a great movie. If you haven't seen it before with uh, you know, Tom Cruise and Robert Duvall are the main characters. It's about a, a NASCAR driver. And Tom Cruise's character is one of these, these Ds, right? He's kind of a cocky young guy and doing what he's doing. And he's worked his way up to quickly kind of get to that NASCAR level. And so there's, there's one scene where there's this battle between Robert Duvall, who's kind of his, his crew chief, who's kind of directing him, and, 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 uh, and uh, Tom Cruise's character. And he's the, the kid who kind of grew up, and he's faster than everybody else, just drives through it, right? Knock him out of the way, do whatever he's going to you know, do. So there's a scene where they, they go to, 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 they're doing a little practice thing going on, and, and Robert Duvall challenges him and said, look, I think I have a better way if you do it my way. But let's see, right? So why don't you go do 50 laps your way? Let's, you know, let's, let's see how it kind of goes. And then I want you to do 50 laps my way. And we'll see how it goes in terms of, I want to, and he was, what he was worried about was the way that, that uh, Tom Cruise's character is driving is he was wearing out his tires, Jack. And as I'm sure you can appreciate, tires are a big deal, whether you're, you're a stock car racer or just driving your normal car. If your tires aren't good, you're in trouble, right? So he was driving so recklessly in the way he did it that, that he was just he was e e eating up the tires. 
So long story short, as I go through this, you know, you know, he does 50 each way and you come back and see what's going on. And, and, and there's a scene where you see two tires kind of standing next to each other. Right. One that's like shredded. You know, it's like the tires you see on the, you know, on the road for the trucks. Right. Where it's just, there's, there's stuff everywhere. It's a total mess. The other tire next to it, it looks, looks pretty good still. Right. So, you know, Robert Duvall is talking to the, to, to the owner of the car says, look, here, here's his way. Here's my way. Right. Oh, by the way, I was three seconds faster as well. Doing it my way. Right. So the whole idea of, hey, slow down a little bit, do this way, drive this way, and you're going to, not only will you take better care of the equipment, you're also going to go faster, right? And so that whole idea, Jack, of, of slowing down to speed up. Very important. Can be, well, but it's, but it's so counterintuitive. It's, it's counterintuitive, I think, to most of us, but especially, especially those very driven Ds, right? And, and so... Again, so again, we're being very direct here. If you're a D and you're doing that, understand that you're wearing people out. And so maybe it isn't the tires you're wearing out, but you're wearing out the people, the same thing, right? You, you, you're just wearing them out and they're fraying. And, and maybe you're getting some results out of them, but it's not going to last. It's not going to last. And so no, we want to sure. we kind of bring that up to kind of you know, make you aware of that. So if you aren't aware, if you're, if you're a D or not, again, you could probably sense, you, you probably know if you're, if you're one of those folks where you're, Maybe upsetting people are kind of pushing them, but it's a, you know, it's a key thing to be able to kind of slow down that way. So we've had a number of clients who are D's like that, Jack, we've, we've had some success with to get them to slow down. And it's often both you and I jumping on their backs to slow them down. Right. <laughs> to, to stop moving. That's, so <laughs> well, you know, it's not something that you're born with. You're not born with being able to, to uh, be patient. It's a learned skill. I don't think it's, you know, uh, time at all. Nobody learn. Well, people, if they become self-aware, they do some reflection. Usually it's a maturity thing. And I'm not necessarily saying an age thing. It's a maturity thing. And uh, usually after, you know, you get hit a couple of times with bad results and people turn against you or at least uh, start to imply that that's going to be the case, a D will just keep tacking on the, the, the load, you know, the, the stack gets higher and higher and more and more, you know, is being pushed. And the D feels comfortable in his style, her style, because that's where they are, you know, to push the troops. And the troops don't want to be pushed. People generally don't want to be pushed. So you always have these trade-offs in, in business and social, always. You know, so I, I don't want a big stack of stuff that I have to do and, and worry about so what do i do i gotta work harder then i don't have to worry as much but then i'll be i'll be at a different place so it's not easy it's not easy to to uh to do that to make people aware but if you do do that your life becomes i think simpler certainly more productive and just just slow it down a little bit. If the boss comes in in full D modes with breathing fire and and uh, just calm him down, how do you do that? You got to talk to him. Talk directly. Talk about your trade off. You know, don't be afraid. If you get fired, you didn't belong there anyway. You were going to leave anyway. So, so what, you won't so get fired so for that. So you, so you just raise your hands and hold <laughs> on, right? Or you know, go back to those those tongue depressors we had with the stop signs on it, Jack, for for, for WPI stuff, right? So you hold a little stop sign up to get, just to shock him. Yeah, that's you know, right. You know, get his attention a little bit like that, right? Well, that's part of the reason why you mentioned self awareness, Jack. It's part of the reason why 
And the first meeting we have with all of our new clients is we take them through extended disc and that's their disc style. Come back to, to, to D. D is one of the four styles. And we had a client years ago and, and he was a full D. Now, usually people have mixtures of stuff, right? Don't, you know, usually we have two or three styles that are pretty strong with us out of the four. Uh, but a, a small percentage of us have, you know, about, about 1% of us have just one style that's, that, that's just dominant. That's, the, that's our style, right? And so this, this client of ours was a full D, 100% D, right? Way up in the corner of the, you know, that's it. And it was great to have him recognize it. Because again, he, he had these frustrations. And when he saw it, you can, you can almost feel the pressure being let out. He's like, oh, okay, now I, now I understand why, and he had very colorful language to explain it, but in terms of you know, why everybody else around me is like a, so slow or they're idiots or doing whatever it might be, but yeah, how he started to kind of describe it's like, wait a minute, okay, I, I understand why not everybody's on that same plane with me. Like in terms of like, I always feel like I'm five steps ahead or I always had to kind of pull them along or put like, always kind of do this stuff. He starts like, okay, he started to understand that. He didn't, he didn't realize because he thought everybody else was like him. Everybody else was as, was as driven and focused as him. Yeah, you because know, when you when you get into that mode, Jack, that's that's how you are. You know, you just assume people, are, hey, let's charge the hill. We're all going to kind of charge the hill. We aren't going to take things personally if we upset each other. Right? We're just going to kind we're going to kind of go. And so, you know, and I think he was about age thirty when when he was going through this. And so, at your point, it's not an it's not an age thing, Jack. But all of a sudden, there's some maturity there. All of a sudden, so okay. And so that was a that was a first step to help him just understand again what he was feeling, what he was experiencing, because. He, he had those frustrations too. And now he started to understand what was going on. And, you know, over the, over the years, he's one of the, the, the clients who've had to kind of hold back a little bit in terms of some of the growth, you know, do, you know, people want to grow, 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 get really aggressive. And, you know, growth can create a lot of indigestion, Jack, you know, just from trying to absorb oh, all yes. that stuff. <laughs> yeah, no, there's no question about that. You know, <clears throat> so, growth for any, for, you know, growth, you don't have to grow per se. You can rearrange. That's a little different. <clears throat> you know, you're depending on how you're calling growing. If you're looking at your top line just growing or your bottom line just growing, <clears throat> there's different ways to grow. And that's the, all the, that word has to customize, self customize the, the situation. <clears throat> so always working. <clears throat> you know, people, look how many owners that that find it so hard to uh, uh, give give their employees uh, working at home or, or giving flexibility because they're out screwing the, the, the company. They aren't working. They're doing personal things. And, you know, you, you, don't, you don't have to do that to your employees. Everyone should benefit from a good work environment defined, again, custom-made for the company and the, the employees. I think, and then with uh, you know, with with problems that come about with that, it's a different kind of problem. You always have problems internally to solve your your employees' issues. So, well, you know, one of the things you, you mentioned earlier about hey, you know, got to keep, keep doing stuff, and you know, the the, the work isn't done, or, or you got to do certain things. Well, the work is never done. All right. I mean, you know, you could be up 24 seven doing, you're always, there's always, you can always find something to do in your business, right? You can always be working on your business or, or doing things. So part of that maturity is being able to kind of slow down, step back a little bit and start to prioritize what's really important. And even though you may want to move hundred miles an hour, 
maybe it's better to kind of let out at 10 miles an hour, kind of ease your way into this thing a little bit because you need to let everybody else catch up to you. You know, this particular client we're talking about, you know, they're going through some pretty good growth and they're growing through acquisition. And that's one of the areas that we, we certainly specialize in, Jack, because of our backgrounds of helping people buy yes. and sell companies and, and personally buying and selling companies. But that's, that's one of the ways to grow that's often overlooked by small businesses. Small business, yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't know how to yeah, go, about, go about, well, they don't think about it, right? Or as an option right. to, to kind of grow that way. Or maybe they've heard about it, but they don't necessarily seriously consider it. But when you do that, all of a sudden, yeah, you know, you go like this client went from, you know, uh, a million in sales, a three million sales, a five million sales pretty quickly by just acquiring different companies. And so when you when you increase your you know, your business two, three, four, five times over the course of a couple of years, well, again, that sounds wonderful, right? I'd say it's a good thing. Hey, Jack, it's a good problem we're having when we're growing. Well, <clears throat> those pieces and parts don't always quite quite fit together. You know, I, I remember my times from Wall Street, Jack. We always we discuss about synergies and all these things that, that that sounded really good, and you can play with some spreadsheets. But at the, at the end of the day, these are real people and real companies and real things are trying to get pushed together. And so, yeah, you may have some ideas, but hey, I can do this, and this can work better here. We can feed off of this, and this will happen, and people move around and do. Okay, well, that's again, these are ideas. These are great ideas, but people can't absorb it that quickly. You know, to, to have an acquisition happen, it's a pretty shocking thing to happen to the organization, right? You know, whether you're on the buying side or on the selling side, right? So if you're on the selling side, hey, we have a new boss now. We have new people who are here. Or if you're on the buying side, like, again, yeah, no, people are coming in. What's happening? And who's doing what? These people, it, it, So it can create some stress. And so with that particular case, we said, hey, time out. We, we, had, we had to take like a two-year hiatus. So look, stop. Stop doing the, like, let's, let, let's we, we got we to gotta get our house in order here, right? In order to then position ourselves better for growth. So again, and that, and it was, and, and to his credit, Jack, he took the guidance and understood, but again, it took a couple of years to get there and understand that. And the maturity, I think that's yeah, a great word to kind of focus on here, Jack, the maturity helped him be able to kind of calm down and slow down. So he, he redirected his energies and some other things. Okay. But kept him out of getting, uh, creating more stress for the business. Again, well-intentioned, but was, wasn't having the impact that he was hoping for. Right. And so I think that's a pretty common thing. And that's why we kind of brought this topic today. We want to kind of talk about this. You know, how do you kind of become more patient like that? And so I guess the, the, if, if I'm going to summarize just so far, we're talking about kind of being self-aware is a big deal. So you got to be aware of yourself. And so we're big fans of disc like that, right? And maturity, maturity is a good thing. You know, to, to be able to kind of pause it. You know, so you're a pretty strong D, Jack. So, and you've matured over the years. So what happens? What happens when, you know, that you, you start to understand that, hey, maybe I got to slow things down here a little bit, or I don't push as hard. And, you know, is it, you have to make some mistakes and stub your toe along the way, or how does sure that work? Sure you do, and you, you will. So if you're older, you're usually, you've been reflective, and you, you've had it pointed out to you, or you've discovered it yourself, that being a real hard driver uh isn't necessarily where people want to be the majority of their time. They, they can see the sense in doing it once in a while when you need to do it, but not on every day to get, uh, if you're producing widgets and the goal is to get a thousand and you got two hours left on the clock because you're so, so uh, <clears throat> proficient, basically you don't want the boss to come along and start to load you up again for another 2000 pieces, whatever it is. You might if it if it's needed, but it often isn't needed immediately like that. Things can always wait. Things can always slow down. 
and it's good for the soul basically it, it you know people need that or they want it and they want it because it's right it seems right there's no deep i'm sure there is a deep psychological component to this but you know it's just an environment that with small businesses employees see the boss coming and going they'd like to be able to do that too <clears throat> rather than be chained to a machine so yes there's a there's a great phrase <clears throat> that you've told many of our clients over the years and i think most have listened or most understand it um but it's i think it's a very simple and i think very palate cleansing which is always those are always good things to have right kind of makes you think and just pause for a second and that simple phrase is most things can wait 24 hours yeah all right absolutely but i think that <clears throat> if, if i was talking to a a 25 year old jack mancini and i told i told him that he'd probably push me out of the way and say what's this guy right <laughs> he doesn't know what he's talking about but after experiencing stuff for a little while, you start to understand that, hey, you know what? Pretty much other than the, the, the actual building itself burning down, right? I mean, most things can wait. Most things can wait 24 hours. It's rare that you have a true emergency in your business. A true That's emergency. Right. <clears throat> so well, there wouldn't there wouldn't be any every man for himself, you would hope. <laughs> There'd be a little bit of orderly uh Orderly disconnect. <laughs> so there's, there's, there's a quick, there's a great, you know, for folks who are, who are fans of The Office will appreciate this. There's one of those episodes where that happened where, where Dwight, who's the fire marshal, wanted to test people, make sure they're listening to him, right? So he, he went in the one room and he literally set a fire in a, you know, in a garbage can. It's not the thing that it was mass chaos, right? In terms of what, what was going on and get out of the way, let me do this. And, you know, and do that. So it make me think about that. <clears throat> but, uh, but yeah, so. But yeah, aside from, from from the building burning down, and, and what's interesting about that, if, if if you if you sleep on it, and you know, and, and just wait that twenty four hours, it's amazing how either a decision gets changed, or you feel better about it after that twenty four hours, right? Because there's still there's still doubts when when you're moving so quickly, Jack. It's you know it's hard not to make a lot of mistakes along the way, isn't it? And that's, that's right. That's that's what happens. So that's that's my S talking and my C talking, right? So I'm you know I'm I'm not one of those hard D's that that, that are I've been around and, and and know love lots of D's, but that's not my natural style. But I can appreciate it and and, and learn it. But I'm the guy who will usually slow slow stuff down and 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 like to sleep on stuff. Let me digest it a little bit and kind of see and and see how it comes to me next. You know that that next morning. I don't know what it is, but stuff happens in the brain jack it starts to connect dots over you know overnight oh, you're or, sleeping. Your mind. Yeah. yeah you know and so mm-hmm. like i'll give a fresh perspective or you might you might see some but you know so i guess the, the, the one of those key recommendations we would give folks is hey try that with something right if you're feeling like this pressure to make a decision on something hey you know what just give yourself 24 hours take a pause say, hey let's talk about this tomorrow right and then and then come back to it and make a decision so again for those D's, they won't have trouble making a decision, right? The part of the challenge is if we go to the go to the S's and C's and keep telling them to, to, to wait, they'll wait for, for a long time until you force them to decide. That's a, that's a, that's a different issue. It's for a separate a separate topic for a separate show, Jack. But uh, but yeah, I mean to, to have to have that um, you know that mindset, I think is very key because again, um, if you have some success with that, I think that, that can help you calm down a little bit and kind of slow down a little bit and. Uh, you often get better results. 
Usually, sometimes you gotta you gotta be pretty pushy and be a be a, a characteristic D because right. uh, you can be taken advantage of, and, and you know people don't necessarily ride that high wave like uh, you know an idealistic. They they look at a job as being something other than what it is, you know. And they play little games and fight uh, fight progress, fight change. You know, comply to uh, comply is a tougher word, but uh, you know, understand what's being given to them to personally grow and to personally learn in, in a work environment. Most people don't do that, <clears throat> so sometimes you gotta kick ass, as they say. Well, yeah, and that's a, that's a good point, Jack. I'm gonna make sure that's uh, the message comes through. We talked to our, our clients too about that. Don't lose your deness. It's a matter of how we start to kind of, I guess, adjust it, right? And so maybe it's something, so, hey, you know what, let's talk about this tomorrow, Jack, right? Okay, great. Well, what's going to happen is you have time to think about it, and so do I. And if I'm the D coming at you, I can now maybe choose my words a little differently because I've already decided, hey, I, I know what we're going to do. Let me give it a day to kind of percolate and see if I change my mind or not, but also give me a chance to think about how do I want to express myself. And, and it's, often, it's often better received, hey, you know, I've thought about it and I still want to go this way and here's why, right? So you have a chance to kind of come back that, and that usually goes pretty well. And people, people, a big part of this, we often hear, Jack, about, you know, taking ownership of stuff, how to get my people involved and everything else. And they're always afraid, well, if I get people's feedback, Jack, then I have to do what they say. Yeah, and that's not, you're right. You're right. <laughs> the, 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 the point of getting feedback <laughs> and, and involving your team and what's going on is you want to get their input. That doesn't mean that you're going to do whatever they say, but it's like, hey, I'm trying to get, get your input and see, and I'll take it you know, into consideration because usually they have some different perspectives or different ideas about stuff. And that might, in fact, change your decision. But it, might not. And that's okay too. But for them, it's key to be heard. And so say, hey, I heard you said you make some good points, but you know, here's why I want to do this. And so you, you know, again, at the end of the day, they'll respect you as the boss for, you know, for kind of doing what, doing what, doing what you, you want to do. But often again, that extra day gives you some time to kind of find those right words. Because again, if you're, if you're a D, there's chances are, you know, that you've upset people, right? You've offended people. You, you've, you, you've pissed them off, right? And that's not necessarily, that's okay at times, but that's not necessarily you want to do that day to day. You know, I spent you know, my first couple of years on Wall Street at Bear Stearns doing that, Jack. That's kind of how people were. People yelling at you, they're in your face or dropping F-bombs. All that's, It's nonstop, right? That, that was just the culture, right? And you can put up with it for a little while. I, you know, I learned through that, but there was no way. You know, I knew it was a 20, you know, 22, 23, 24-year-old. I'm like, this, ain't, this is not going to be the rest of my life. But okay, I, I can be there for, 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 a little, for a little time. You know, so it's, you know, it's an important part of you kind of creating the culture from that standpoint too. But again, to try to be a little bit more patient. Ask for some more patience. What happens is if you're conscious of being more patient, Jack, it doesn't necessarily get easier, but you get more opportunities to, to practice it. And if you, if you try to think, how, how can I be more patient with this? That's right. <laughs> you, might be, you might be a little bit more frustrated initially, but go with it for a little while and kind of see how it goes. So, you know, so maybe try that. You know, maybe you know, try something this week where you, 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 you wait 24 hours before you, you make that final decision and you give yourself a chance yeah. to just kind of slow down a little bit and, and, uh, and see how it kind of goes, but that, you know, it's, there's no magic wand, no magic bullet Jack that's going to come in here and, and make you go from being impatient to being patient, but you can, you can work your way along and, you know, over several months or several years, you can, you, you can get better at it. Yeah. It'd be a much more mellow person and, and people, people like, well, people don't like, Dennis, when it's aimed at them, <clears throat> that's for sure. So it's it's it seems more punitive than anything else, and it isn't. 
usually. Right. <laughs> Sometimes it might be. <clears throat> but okay. uh, yes, so that's it. That's good. All right. Paul, it's good. I appreciate everybody being here and, and joining us for uh, for this week's show. Um, a quick shout out, just heads up. Uh, next week, we're excited that we're going to be joined uh, by Peter Hans of Discover Map. And he's going to talk about his, his journey from uh, international finance to owning a map business up in Vermont and kind of how that worked and, and what's kind of going on. I got a little bit of a, a six-year itch going on. And so be sure to tune in next week when, we, when we're joined by Peter Hans from Discover Map. Uh, but again, we appreciate you being part of the show and listening to our show. If you missed any of our prior shows, you can get them all at our website, dirtysecretsofsmallbusiness.com. And there's an episodes button there. If you click on that, you'll find a search, uh, search button and you can put in a question there. And so, you know, whatever questions you've got, if you put the question in there, it'll, it'll, it'll feedback. We have over 300 episodes or, you know, now that we've been doing almost six years and th these shows will, will stand the test of time, you know, in terms of just good, basic advice on how to run your business and run your business better, help to keep you less frustrated or make you, make you more patient, you know, things like that. If you can't find an episode for your question, send us an email at radio at maximumvp.com or give us a call 877-849-0670. We'll be able to either answer the question for you directly or we'll create a show like this so we can answer it not only for you, but for the rest of our audience as well. Because chances are, if you have that question, somebody else does as well. That's right. That's so, Better right. yet, if you have a smart device, <laughs> go to your favorite podcast player. It could be iHeart or Spotify or Apple Podcasts and you can subscribe to search for Dirty Secrets of Small Business. And if you can leave a review, that'd be great. We prefer, we prefer five-star reviews, but again, you know, please feel free to leave a review if you want, that'd be great as well. Um, so yeah, that's what we got for you uh, today. Appreciate you being part of the show. We'll talk with you all next week. See you then.